0: Hello, my name is Anthony Shivkumar, and welcome to the Vancouver SEO Expert Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about the psychology of online marketing or marketing. So what do I mean by the psychology of marketing? So in this episode, we're going to go into, we're going to answer questions like, why do people buy? What makes them buy? What motivates them to buy? If you're selling a product and service, who are your our target audiences how should you position your brand so that people and your clients and your prospects would perceive you as a brand or a company that they would want to do business with and so I really so we want to get into the psychology in the sense that what can we do as a company to trigger certain emotions in the human mind uh, which is been there ever since they came in, you know, 40,000 years ago the human mind has not changed that much and even till today our buying decisions are made on those primitive thinking patterns and in this episode we're gonna go into the details of what really makes us buy and it's most likely you it's not what you think it is. So, let's get started. When it comes to buying uh, you first need to understand what drives people. So in the sense, what makes us take the necessary action in order for us to accomplish something? Like what makes us greedy? Uh, what what makes us want to uh, buy, say, uh, a Rolls Royce compared to a Honda? Or what makes us want to, uh, you know, crave for that delicious food, uh, even though we know it's not healthy, um but there's certain things that you know that triggers our mind that compels us to buy these things so what is it so there is something called the mass laws hierarchy of needs and in his hierarchy of needs he basically states that there are five things that what motivates people which is to say that if you do not have food clothing shelter and whatnot you will not be able to survive so that's the number one need that you need to meet Uh, So so he calls it a physiological, which is, you know, your food, clothing, um, your, you know, your sex drive, your um, satisfying your social uh, social needs and whatnot. The second thing is safety, which is to say that do you have your do you have a roof under the sun? You know, are you safe enough? You you know, you don't feel attacked and whatnot. Uh, Why is this important? because when you are selling a product you want to tap into the part of the human brain that makes them feel that they they have a little, they are inadequate in these parameters and your product or service is going to solve that problem so so safety is the second thing the third the third part of the part of the equation is once you have your food and your survival basic survival needs met and you're now, now you feel safe Then you're more inclined to to be loved and love other and whatnot. So you want to be in a community. You want to be in a tribe and whatnot. Then comes esteem and self-actualization. And that would, that would be, you know, esteem is more about uh, being a leader, being uh, the leader of a tribe, being, you know, having status and being, um, you know, being superior, having power kind of a thing. And self-actualization is where you start to, you know, want to reflect on your, on your ideas and, you know, start to uh, be, you know, philanthropic in nature, starting to give back and, you know, and, and figuring out your purpose in, on earth and life and whatnot. Uh, But, and, and it's, and you cannot do that unless until your top, your bottom needs are met. So you cannot go to the next level unless and until the bottom needs are met. Which is to say you will not feel safe unless and until you you have food and water. So unless your physiological needs are met, you can't really you know, you're not gonna look for shelter. And you're not gonna look for shelter and you're not gonna look for, you know, love and being in a tribe unless and until you feel safe. Uh, you're not gonna, you know, start to, you know, be a leader of a tribe or start, you know, have power if you do not have you know, if you're not met your if you do not have your what do you say? You don't have food, water, you don't have safety, you don't have a love, you're not, you're not being loved and whatnot. You're not really enough thinking of being, of being you, know, um, you know, powerful and whatnot. Why is this important? Because when you are selling to a product and when a customer is buying, they are not buying based on features and, and, and whatnot, features and benefits and whatnot. They are buying on a particular result. They are buying because you are tapping into a peric- into their mind that satisfies these particular needs. What does that mean? When you buy a luxury car, you're not really buying a car because it moves. You're pro- people are buying a luxury car because they want to feel esteem. They want to feel. They want to feel the leader of a tribe. They want to feel something bigger than normal. And this has been there ever since the dawn of mankind. Uh, it's there in many other animal species as well where, you know, you want to be the leader of the tribe. So when you're selling a product, the product is just the means to that end. You know, when you buy a Louis Vuitton uh, brand, uh, it's, it's a means to show that, you know, you are the leader, you're above, above the rest. So you want to position your brand in such a way that you are tapping into some needs of theirs, you know, a particular need. So, for example, if people buy a house, it's because they want to feel safe, they want to have shelter and whatnot. And, and, and also, you know, think, they think of it as an investment, but it taps into the into the mind of the safety mind. Uh, people educate themselves, even though the education system is there's no guarantee to give them a job, but they feel safe because that's a second the second the second part of the physiology. So in, when you talk about the psychology of your brand, you want to basically talk, position your brand in such a way that it satisfies these needs. That is why it is so important to talk more about the results because that's what motivates people to buy. It's not the features. I'll give you another example. So when you buy a car, why are people actually buying a car? They're buying a car because they want to save time. They want to feel a little bit more comfortable and maybe it maybe even for esteem uh, and they and they want to basically you know um, have a comfortable drive from point A to point B. So those are the kind of results they're looking for. What most websites do or what most people market, they market features, which is to say, you know, you know, we have uh, air conditioning in this room, in this in this car, but, you know, which has you know, so much power and it can, you know, cool it in very quickly and whatnot. Uh, we have, you know, heaters in, in the seats and, and we have we have, um, you know, the dashboards light up and whatnot. And many of and that's those are all features. You don't buy a car because it's got a dashboard light up because it can cool faster and whatnot. The reason why you buy a car is because it needs to be comfortable. You want to feel safe. You can go from point A to point B. And that's why you really buy a car. You want, or maybe it may be in esteem. Those are the results that is ingrained in us, in our brain that is that exists 40, 40 years ago. That's why you always want to sell results that it offers, not the features. Only after they're convinced that they want to buy this car or buy this product, then they'll be looking at the, at the at the features to distinguish from point A to point B. But it's all about the results. Like recently, I was buying a vacuum cleaner and I bought uh, a Dyson vacuum cleaner. This is a pitch for Dyson, though I don't have anything to do with them. And I wanted the best vacuum cleaner that's out there. Reason being is because I bought a couple of vacuum cleaners and they broke down. So what was I looking for? I was looking for a reliable, sustainable vacuum cleaner that could clean my filthy carpet. You know, all the dust. And someone said, you know, they recommended, you know, use a Dyson. It can suck almost any dirt that's there on your, on your carpet. And it was pretty pricey, but I was willing to pay that extra price because it was conv- because it was satisfying a need that I wanted. It was giving me the results that I was ever wanted. Did I care how was the suction power? No. Did I care it was you know it would it, it was portable? No. Did I care you know needed it, it you know it worked on you know one twenty volts? No. Did did I care you know it had this many brushes and this many this many ways of you know all these attachments that could help you clean, you know, in the the corners and stuff. No, I didn't care for any of that. I wanted one result. Can it suck the filthy dirt from my carpet? And and it provided the results. And it was reliable. They have a 10-year warranty and whatnot. It satisfied the results. That's why I bought the product. I didn't buy it because of the attachments. And then I convinced myself, oh, you know what? It looks so good. It, you know, it, looks, it, it looks chromium and it looks premium. It's the quality and the build. And now I'm convincing myself that it's a great product. And that's what happens. When, once, you're, once I'm emotionally figured that this is my product, now I logically explain why it's a big better product. But it needed to satisfy a result. You know? And that's how you basically get into the psychology of the human mind. So what are your customers really buying and why? Most people are not prospects because they are not motivated. It is virtually impossible to sell products to people who have no motivation. You dramatically increase your chances of success if you are selling to motivated people who have a need. Prospects who are not actively looking for solutions are not prospects. Only if they are motivated and they want to solve a need or a problem they are facing, you will have a better chance of turning them into customers. So don't sell ran- to random people who are not motivated. It is virtually impossible to sell to people who are not motivated. It is also important to remember: people do not buy products or services; they buy results, benefits, and solutions. Most business owners, owners think that they are selling a product or service. Most customers think they are buying a solution, a result, or avoidance of pain. When you are selling to, when you when you are trying to sell your product, what are you selling? Features, advantages, benefits results, solutions, or relief? Most people sell features, not benefits. A good way to catch yourself from selling features is to ask, what is the relief your customer gets with your solution? Now, this is taken from a snippet and from a blog that I've recently wrote. It's called Marketing Made Easy, The Ultimate Guide to Making Your Business More Marketable and Profitable. And in a section, it is a very long ultimate guide. It's very, very comprehensive. And in that, in that blog, there's a section on psychology, and I'm basically explaining a part of that blog. And, this, and the last few paragraphs that I was, I, I was just reading from the blog it really explains what you need and why you need to sell results. So I always tell them, you know, at send our customers are not really looking to get a website or to fix their broken website. What they really want is to build a brand and get more customers and grow their res- revenue. A website, in my case, is a feature. Generating revenue in a brand name is the result. Know the distinction well. In the website industry, because many agencies do state they can grow your revenue, the next question should, I should ask is, so what, prove it. So if you believe that a lot of your competition is also selling a very common result, then you go deeper, so what, prove it. So when customers understand the results your product offers, the next thing that is running through their mind is, so what, prove it. So your prospects are constant, subconsciously always asking these questions, will this really give me what I want? If I do this, will it be worth in in terms of my time, convenience, or capital? What will other people say? Will they approve or disapprove? Will it mean mean will it mean pain or pleasure to me? Do I really need it now? So stop selling logic. Customers do not really care about the quality, the product, or anything else. What they when they do pay attention to these things, it is only to increase the chances of getting results, solutions, and relief. As I mentioned, when I was buying my vacuum cleaner, I really did not I did care about the quality and whatnot, but not not because because I was looking for something that was more reliable and, that, and a product that actually can solve my pain point. Once it does that, then I'm looking at, okay, how long, you know, if it can solve, because my standards were high, only a high quality product would meet those standards because those are the results that I was expecting from a product. So quality is nothing but meeting an expectation of a customer. All right, that's what it is. So when I first bought a vacuum cleaner, you know, I always always I've spoken about this before as well. Now the reason why results is is what drives us is due to our three brains. We feel motivated when we are moving up the hierarchy of needs. It is an emotional thing and not necessarily logical. To become good at selling results and benefits, you need to step outside your mind and get right into your customers and prospects' mind. Marketing is entering a conversation that the prospect is already having inside their own mind. And as a rule of thumb, look for customers who are motivated, look for customers who are looking for you and look for customers who have few perceived options. And that's pretty much what the psychology is all about, you know, like you need to figure out whether you're selling results or whether you're selling features and benefits. So, you need, how do you discover customer needs? For the most part, customer needs are often hidden. You must dig. We like to assume we know what others are thinking and feeling. For the most part, we are really bad at such prediction. Do not guess what your customers are thinking or feeling. The price of a mistake when identifying customer needs is high, but the reward is great. The probability of identifying your customers is very low, so start talking to your customers one-on-one. The fastest way to discover needs you can fulfill is to ask. You will learn more by asking and talking to prospects Prospective customers in a few minutes compared to thinking about it all day long. Ask them what are their fears, frustrations, want, aspirations, etc. When you ask these questions, what you are really looking for are emotionally emotional needs that are going unmet. As you are researching, focus on the needs that are going unmet. A need that is being unmet is more powerful than a need that is being met. So understanding human psychology is a complex topic. We have barely even touched the surface in this post in this podcast but we have also have enough information to give you a good understanding of what you really are trying to accomplish in your marketing and what is the psychology that you're trying to tap into so that you can become a better marketer promote your business attract those prospects and make sure that you are able to get them and make them into customers my name is anthony shivkumar and thank you once again for listening to this podcast if you found this podcast valuable I highly recommend you to subscribe to our podcast through on Spotify, Google Play, or Google Podcast. Uh, go to blog.antsand.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe, you know, search for Aunt Sand and you will find us. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode.